0: Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode, we have an interview with Vince Kelvin. This man has been teaching guys how to meet women for oh, well over two decades at this point, and he's very successful at that. So, what I did today is I interviewed him and I picked his brain On some of the core mental frames that can help you in terms of attracting more women. So, basically, three really key mindsets that you need to have. Also, I can say these are three key reframes. This is a way of reframing your thinking in a different way that most guys don't think in order to become a more attractive man and in order to really look at dating in a different way that's going to help you become. More successful. And of course, if you have no idea what the hell I'm even talking about right now, don't worry. This is all going to be explained when I interview Vince. It's coming up here in just a second. I just want to thank him for coming on and sharing some great knowledge. If you're ever interested in working with him, you can go to seductioncoaching.com and learn more and see if it's a good fit for you. Either way, I think you're going to learn some really awesome stuff, stuff that I really thought it stuck out to me as well. This is some good information that reminded me of how to look at this whole process of dating and attraction and rejection which we go really deep into. So, it was cool to kind of learn this again myself. I also added some good stuff in here too and really, you know, to help you Make sure we shift your thinking in such a way that's going to help you, like I said, become more successful with dating and becoming more attractive. So Here's my interview with Vince on the three core mental frames. Check it out. Hey, Vince. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yes, absolutely. Vince, I'm excited to have you on today. Vince is from SeductionCoaching.com. He's been coaching since 1995. Is that correct?
1: I wasn't coaching back then, but I was already full force into pickup and seduction. We didn't call it that at the time. I have footage on YouTube. Uh, I was touring with a band in Europe, and uh, it's the the footage is hilarious because there are people that were filming and that, that keep on saying. There he goes at it again, where is Vince, oh he's talking to another girl and that was in 1995 but it was not officially structured nor was I coaching back then, the coaching came in the early 90s, mid 90s. Got it,
0: okay, you mean the late 90s, the late 90s?
1: No, mid, around 94, 95.
0: Oh, okay, okay, got it. So wow, you've been been doing coaching since then. And how did you get started into coaching? What's kind of your little background story of, you know, so guys can know more about you and how you got into this?
1: Well, initially I was um, teaching music. And from music, it went into teaching self-esteem to kids. And from there, I started to teach a variety of classes for the Greater Los Angeles Community Colleges, Improvisation, Self-Hypnosis meditation, public speaking, and more and more guys came to me to build their confidence and then uh, that's how I got from pure self-help to pick up seduction and so on. I'm just
0: curious, what do you think is the number one question that guys come to you and ask?
1: Well, it always includes that one girl
0: <laughs> oh, that you know, one girl. No, I know that very that well. One so, girl. Hey, so Trip, uh, there's this one girl. So there's this one girl. Hey, you know, there's this one girl, etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it always presupposes that one answer will take care of it. That's the second pitfall. And then it's also a question that's a little deeper where All questions evolved from the guy questioning his own abilities. So none of those questions can be answered in one shot. The best answer is always, as with everything else in life, you got to do the work. You know, you got to hustle and dive in and you were able to learn other things. But don't take this one for granted. It's not because you're a man and you lack women that it's going to happen by itself.
0: Right, exactly. And there's a lot of work to be done as well. And I think what we're going to be going over today in terms of these frames that you're talking about will definitely help guys, no matter what situation they're in, whether there's a situation with a girl, whether they're just beginning. I mean, these are things that even I'm excited to hear from you because they're great reminders to know of in terms of looking at the world in a different way. So you're able to have the correct mindset that will truly attract women. Am I right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, foundational frames, as I call them, are everything. Because if you plan to see it on concrete, it's not going to go far. So it, it needs to start from the right place at the core.
0: Absolutely. Now, before we get into it, maybe you can define or explain what a frame is Because someone might be listening and and they're not really sure what, what we mean by a frame. So can you help define what a frame is?
1: A frame is what you wrap around something that you observe. Same thing with a painting. You know, you could put a crappy frame around a nice painting. It comes across differently than if you put solid gold all around it. So it's not that the idea... Is in itself uh, what we think it is. It's it's what frame we put it into that will really affect the person.
0: Right. So I like to see it also as almost like a map. Unless I'm getting this wrong, I feel like you know, some guys have the wrong map. Like they're not looking at the right map. They're looking at a map and it's trying to show them. Here, here's an analogy. It's like they have a map of New York City but they're trying to get around to Los Angeles. Of course they're going to be lost because they have the wrong map. And I feel like this is a similar idea here where guys don't have the right map and don't have the right um yeah they don't have the the right frame of 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 how all this works. Does that make sense? Does that does that that's sound right example. to you? That's
1: a example. Yeah, that's a good analogy.
0: Cool, cool. I like it. All right, so so let's get into it. Let's get into these three core frames that you need in order to you know, help with, with dating and attraction and seduction. Take it away, Vince.
1: Well, initially, the number one frame is to make sure that you are no longer thinking that because she's a woman and because she's beautiful or good looking to some degree, that she's right. And... Most guys out there, they're under the impression that because she has those attributes, that means that her judgment is correct and they doubt theirs. It's highly possible that a beautiful woman may have really poor taste, might be socially stuck up, sexually retarded, and she just doesn't make sense. So then, you know, too many guys, if they, start to talk to a woman and she's a little bit better looking and the woman doesn't respond positively to them, they're going to assume that they are wrong and she's right. So we need to question that. We need to re-examine that and realize that we're all human beings, a blend of assets and liabilities and beauty is just beauty. It doesn't equal any superiority at any level. And then to really deal with women more uh, on a basis that they're just another human being. For all we know, she could be full of shit. It's not because of her looks that her judgment is superior to yours. So I look forward to the day where guys are going to go talk to a girl. She doesn't get it. And instead of using terminology such as, oh, I got blown out or I got rejected to realize that, hey, the girl's just not ready. Maybe she's the one, for every celebrity in Hollywood, there are women prior to them being celebrities that said no to them, that today probably hate themselves for not knowing that the guy was gonna become someone. And now we we would not question the guy anymore. We would question the girl. So you gotta start with a more solid sense that, you know, it doesn't mean that because she's beautiful that her judgment of you is correct.
0: It's like the idea of putting a woman on a pedestal, which is the more pop culture version I think of what you're saying. A lot of people say, you know, oh, stop putting women on a pedestal, and I think that means exactly what you just said. We are giving value to women just because of their looks. Right? That's what we're doing. We're giving value to women just because they happen to be attracted attractive to us. And that's what we end up doing. We end up uh, for some crazy reason feeling that you know this girl because she's so pretty must have it all. But I like to say to guys that women poop too. You know what I mean? Women go to the bathroom. They're humans. They are just like you and I. She was born with good looks. She did not create that. Sure maybe she worked out or she put some makeup on to look to look better. But at the end of the day she was born so, you can't give value to something just because she was born. There's more to her than that. And so, I think if we, you know, like you're saying, if we start looking just past the looks a little bit and, and, and look into more about who she is as a person, then we'll realize wait a minute, she's not better than us and she's not worse than us either. You know, I like to say that everyone is, is coming from an equal platform. And I think you're saying that too.
1: Well, I, I, I like to take it even further. I think that at a spiritual standpoint, it's beautiful to see everybody coming from uh, the equal, same place. At a level of global evolution, it's an absolute must. At a level of your own personal success, when it comes to social arts, you got to know that you, you cannot treat people you don't know equally. You are the one that lives with yourself Every single day, minute, and second for the rest of your life, so if you don't nurture and honor that relationship way more than any other relationships you may have, you are cheating and stealing yourself and that subcommunication that you're most likely to do the same to to others you know it's almost like if a father was to treat other children better than his children. It wouldn't make sense if we were to treat strangers better than our friends. It doesn't make sense. So, to treat women that we don't even know yet, or even if we spend time with them, better and to value their judgment of us more highly than the, our own judgment of ourselves, that sends subcommunication to women and it, it's, it's a vicious. Circle so of course, they're not going to be attracted. Why would they be attracted to a guy? that Thinks more highly of them than he does of himself and you know Trip it's one thing that it's not like a complete revelation revelation people listening to this today everybody has a sense of yeah, I shouldn't put a woman on a pedestal and uh, Humbly, you know, I was one of the first one who started to voice that Um, like a couple decades ago, don't put the pussy on a pedestal. That was one of my mantras. Uh, It was on on a show on the BBC, the rules of seduction, it made everybody laugh. But we all have a sense of it, but it's about having a gut feeling of it and really integrate it and make more headways because consciously we know it, subconsciously we go right back to making her more special and her judgment more valid than ours. Or if a guy makes some headway, it's going to kick in once again, the moment there appears to be a better woman in his life. I'm sure you also have a lot of guys that they start to do better, but suddenly they reach out to you and they go, okay, there's that one girl. And the moment they do that, no, there's that one guy whose eyes were able to detect that one girl. That's the big deal. You, the men are the big deal because you are with you. So there's a lot of awesome exercises. One of my favorite exercises to do, you know, where I live, there's a Walgreens down the street and I made a little social study that's fascinating, not only to men because it could be understood why, you know, if so many guys are so needy, but to elderly people, to handicapped, beautiful women tend to not really hold the door. I saw this, this chick who was like, on the phone, carrying a beverage, she didn't even realize there was a little old lady behind her that was really struggling entering the place. The door went right on the face of the old lady. I called the girl, I called her on it. But if we, here's the exercise that I love, when you witness women with good looks, observe their behavior for a second, or if you spoke to them and they go, they, they, they what most guys would say, brush you off, which I don't, think is brush you off. Then look around you and notice for a guy, maybe an elderly gentleman that's truly not appealing. And ask yourself, how would I process the behavior I just witnessed from this beautiful woman if it came from that guy? And in that moment, we would be like, what's wrong with that guy? But we don't don't perceive it with women. So I love the idea of alternating, like observing, A beautiful woman, her behavior, her responses, and then say, okay, now it's not the beautiful woman that did this. It's this strange guy over there that's really unappealing. How do I process the behavior? Would I even tolerate it? Would I question myself? You know? So... I and like there's that. There's a lot of work to to be done, and turn it into a project, guys. You know, it's one of those things that every day of my life, every day that I'm coaching, I'm refining, I'm making more headways. Age also puts things back into perspective. But one of my deepest desire and fantasies for a guy in his twenties to really start to have that awareness that sometimes comes later in life, where we go, "Wow, what?" Imagine a guy who's now 85 or 90 and the majority of the beautiful women that uh, he had a crush on at some point are either dead or They're they're very elderly women. He's not going to perceive a young chick with the same. Oh my god She's so perfect. He's gonna be able to know that eventually she'll be gone too So that's why you see quite a few elderly gentlemen now that are a little more at ease around beauty But I wish for guys in their 20s, their 30s to no longer buy into that. And that's a new revolution because, you know, people are big on saying like, oh, be nice. She's a lady and so on. But genuinely, fuck that. You know, what about all the shit that men have gotten because of the pretense of a beauty that because you're beautiful, it's okay not to treat another human being kindly. So it's it's a little bit of an unseen spot that we we dig deeper into and I encourage everybody who ha- has a little sense, we hear a lot of guys also, they do okay, so they go, oh, I don't really have a problem. But to to know that you can go beyond having a problem into really having that sense of freedom and you know you have it the day you speak to a little old lady, you speak to a, a buddy, you speak to a, a stranger, you speak to a homeless person, and then you speak to a beautiful woman and there's no... Difference you don't try to be more cool with the beautiful girl. You don't you you don't change your behavior that day You know you have it until then keep on hustling keep on pressing forward to eradicate that false sense that She's the judge and if she doesn't like you then something is wrong with you.
0: I like that You know, I think that is the answer to the question of how do I how do I be myself? You know, that's a very popular um popular piece of advice that a lot of guys get from uh, from non-dating coaches is oh don't worry about it just be yourself. They would say how do I get this girl? how do I attract this girl? oh just be yourself. And I used to think that was the worst advice, but now I'm kind of switching my mindset on it and I think it's actually good advice because I don't think that guys are actually being themselves. And so we as dating coaches have to teach them how to tap into being themselves and you just gave that advice basically like you said treating every single person like like they're your equal in the sense of you're gonna treat a guy the same way an old lady the same way a hot girl the same way your parents the same way you're gonna treat them as you would anybody else that is being yourself and I think there's something confident about that which therefore makes you more attractive because you're not being too needy or you're not kissing up to her you're not treating her all fragile uh, just because she has beauty
1: yeah and I like to Swap it around also because it's it's really the core of it is to how you treat yourself, you know, to really begin to honor the self. All relationships start within, and for most, their inner relationship. We function through life, you know, but if anybody will stop for a day and pay attention to how they relate with themselves. Oftentimes, the majority of the thoughts are critical, doubt, demeanor, and uh, for some, of course, we look at drastic examples of that. Like a lot of guys go, oh, no, I have no problem talking to girls because their idea of having a problem is the guy who's paralyzed and running away. And yet, if we really take the time to observe the nature of our own relationship, It can really, really, really improve. So uh, one option is to not put women on a pedestal to know beauty is just beauty. She's a human being. She could be full of it for what we know, but also to honor the self much more to embrace our own greatness and to start to nurture that relationship within, to strengthen it to be your own best friend, to be your own best lover, to be, even if the whole world lets you down, that you'll be the first one to still stand for you. And you'll be the first one to come to your own rescue. You'll be the first one to clap for yourself. And that's far from the reality that most will live within. And then it creates a dependence the hope that that love will come from the outside, that the support, the understanding, the appreciation, the approval will come from the outside. When in fact, we may find it to some degree on the outside, but it will always elude us until we find it within. And the more solid we are, the more we honor ourselves. You know, Even if we talk to 10 girls and all 10 go, you weird, Uh, why is your hair pink? It's like, my hair is pink because I love have my hair pink i'm not telling you that your hair should be pink but that's my choice and i made that choice for me and i'm not gonna let a stranger make a decision for me i mean if you bring me some interesting information if you enrich my life if you contemplate something that's uh of great value that i have not seen before that's something else which should be the way that guys measure the The validity of a woman you know it's like uh sure you're beautiful but how are you going to enrich my experience of life are you going to teach me something i don't know are you going to make me laugh like i have not been laughing in some time good luck doing that because it's happening within me all the time
0: i like that it's coming from a place of non-neediness too you don't need anyone because you already are secure with yourself and who you are as a person and you don't have to supplicate that with anyone else. Anything else to you is a bonus. Having an amazing woman is a bonus in your life. An amazing friend is a bonus in your life. It's not something that you're trying to fill a hole. It's something that's extra in your life instead of something that you're trying to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we're not putting down women or anything. I think we're putting down that frame of mind that nobody really questions, you know, and then we also... Are at a place where we must realize that you once again really have to nurture those qualities within, and when you do that, the false issues you thought you were dealing with, like oh, I don't want to be so needy, and so on, then automatically they will dissipate. So,
0: I love it, cool. So, let's go to the next one. So, that was one really good core frame. What's what's another good core frame?
1: Another good car, core frame is to reject rejection. Okay. Now, within the context let's say, you know, a couple years back I always had hot cars and I love cars and I, uh, I love like custom li- customs, uh, license plates. Sorry, custom license plates. And I pet- petition the Department of Motor and Vehicle for one that would say power, P-W-R-F-U star K. Power, F-U star K. And they didn't detect it, it went through the system and it almost went through until they said, no, 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 we cannot have that. So within that con- that context, uh, context, sorry, the Department of Motor and Vehicle is an authority, we can violate, We can. there will be consequences, but they have the right to accept Or reject because they are the authority at that level Okay. at a social level the concept of rejection is a misconception because in order for somebody to be rejected there needs to be a source an authority so it's not a real word but there's the rejectee and the rejector so at a social level there are no rules there are no authorities no one is the the police of good looks or anything like this So you ask anyone who studied a professor who specializes in linguistics, they would agree that in that context, the word rejection does not apply. It's a misconception. It is an opinion and it is up to you to either validate or dismiss that that opinion. Now, here's the big challenge. If a guy still, you take any sane human being, And you say, okay, you can be accepted or you can be rejected. Any sane human being will slow down the process because they're not going to want to have the experience of rejection. So option one is you really start to push, push, push. And we've seen some guys, you know, they think, okay, talk to more women and push. And eventually one day uh, a better option is to remove the plug at the core and realize that it's a false frame. think that you could even be rejected now you need a new frame where you realize it's simply another person's opinion at the time and you need to formulate a greater opinion of yourself so then fear no rejection because there's only three things that can happen the woman is ready for you and she gets you the woman is not ready and she doesn't get you but you are ready and you get yourself And it's only a matter of time to encounter somebody who's ready and will get you. And the third option is you benefit from a learning because there's always the time. Maybe indeed you were too loud and so on. So you can only win. And the challenge is too many guys, they go at it with a sense of, oh, I could win, but I could also lose. And that is repeated. You know, I'm sharing three frames today, but there's like dozens, if not hundreds of those frames that when you change them at the core, now you're on track and you realize you're capable. It's possible. It was never really you. Of course, uh, I want to come back to a point you made in a moment about just be yourself. But now you can operate more freely. It's all the pollution and the baggage that that you inherit it almost like you walking around and there's something that stuck to your shoe. You are not that the shoe is not that it's just, you carrying it because you, we were born in that frame of we've heard when we were kids, Oh, he got, he got rejected and so on, but it's not valid. So you got to frame it in a way where you only feel that you can win. And you know, throughout the years, I mean, I was the first one to put in field videos and so on. And many people, their comment is like, they think, Oh, my God, this guy is completely crazy, insane. Oh oh, wow, this guy's got balls. Now, many women say that I have delicious testicles, but that's not, that's. I don't come from courage. I come from a place of, I structure it in my head in a way that allows me to freely operate. Because I at no point feel that I could possibly lose. I can only win, I only enrich myself, I only grow every woman, every interaction serves me. I was married five times. I've been in so many relationships. You know, I just relocated in the same building. And I think I've lived, not, not all the women that I've bedded, but I've lived with, I think, nine women during the time that I was in that other place. That, that's a lot of women to live with. And there too, sometimes you gotta come full circle because oftentimes guys would be capable but they're concerned that, okay, what if it goes well? I know where it goes. I'm either stuck staying with this girl or somehow down the line, it's not gonna go anywhere. I don't want that, so let me pretend that I'm anxious and, and let me give myself a false sense that I'm giving something. But you wanna know that even in the worst case, even if you were to go for some time and it doesn't go anywhere, you cannot lose. You can only win because it allows you to grow, so you utilize everything. And I wanted to come back to the concept of just be yourself. I think it's part of it is unclutter every false sense of you so the real you can resurface and also refine because the challenge with, with you know, like, like you, I mean, uh, I hear a lot of people who are not trained to go, oh, just be yourself. It's like, but what is the self? The self is something we can refine on a daily basis. We, we can shape and model. So I think it's a blend between uncovering your true essence that's unbound and uncluttered by criticism, judgment, and so on, that piled up throughout the years, while at the same time also refine all aspects of you from your fashion to your self-esteem, your sense of self, uh, your life, expand, grow, and um, that, that's, that's the better combination.
0: Do you have one tip for stripping away some of that stuff and getting down to the to the self that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, the first tip is to crack the door open slightly. You know? Because it doesn't take much for a door to open fully. The toughest part is to crack it open. If it's completely locked, the wind will not blast it open if the wind gets stronger. But if it's a little bit open, then it's easy to blast it open. So I think... The starting point is to begin to question your questioning of yourself and to start very genuine without too many make the mistake. They think that what they should do is present a polarity to themselves. So they start to go, yeah, I'm confident. Women love me. And the voice on the inside goes, yes, right. So to simply start by infusing a touch of doubt in the right place, to doubt the doubt. So maybe next time you hear like, oh, uh, I don't know, she's out of my league and so on, to just start to go, okay, maybe, I don't know, but what if that thought was completely false and you go through your entire life with that false thought? How would you feel afterwards? So to no longer take everything that comes within your mind or your, your immediate responses when you're not yet thriving with women as truth. On the contrary, to start to go, and any judgment towards yourself, anything you link to your identity, I'm too much like this, I'm introverted, you go, how do I know? And what if, like many other things in life that I thought I knew and I, I realized I didn't, or vice versa, what if I've assumed that it is truth and what if it's not? Just open what if? What if is really, really powerful.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's funny how we go negative so quickly and we believe the negative thoughts, but we never try to reverse it or reframe it in a positive way and even say to that extent, what if on that? You know, like we we just assume that our thoughts are true by saying that girl's out of my league. And instead, you know, naturally we don't say, what if I'm out of her? What if, what if she's out of my league? You know, we don't tend to, to, to say some of the more positive things and say what if to that we just only focus on the negative. And I think just you know how, well, how do you do that? Well, the first step is just hearing what, what we're talking about right now. I think guys are so unconscious that they, they don't even think of the idea of testing that out or reframing it in a positive way or thinking about it in a different way or like you're saying, questioning these false beliefs that guys have. So let's go to the next one now that we've gone past the two core frames. What's your third core mental frame that you want to share with us today?
1: Ah, well, that one is directly connected to what we were talking about. You know, I've witnessed throughout the years guys that would come at it from the presupposition that who they were was not enough, that something was wrong with them, but that maybe, hopefully, eventually. They could, they could get there. What if, in fact, it's backwards? What if you're like the king that went dormant and you had forgotten? And this is really about remembering. What if you had it backwards? What if the frame is not okay? I kind of suck and maybe I still could get a little bit better. But what if? In fact, no, you're capable, it's possible, but you completely forgot. You went dormant. So, and truth is that you are capable of it, but you bought into the wrong beliefs and so on. And guys who come from that second frame, it will accelerate your progress. So there to start to go, it's because... You know, there's a history then that people carry into their progress. If a guy for many years was under the impression that he's not really good with women and then he gets a little bit better, that's still a lot of baggage, a lot of pollution. So you have to what if instead nothing ever went wrong and the appeal to what you hear right now and what brought you to this podcast is because there's a part of you that knows better and that part of you is coming back to life and uh, your mind will start to wrestle with you. See what I like about those three core frames, I wish they'd be like pills where we go, okay, here's one, two, three, and the guy goes, oh yeah, what was I thinking? I think they're more like catalysts that are going to start to make you fully aware, the way to benefit from those three frames and we'll probably restate them once again, is the moment you challenge your thinking a little bit, on one hand, your mind will open to positive realizations or maybe things you already knew, okay? You're going to go, yeah, that's true, you know? Oh, yeah. And on the other hand, anything that was in the way will start to reveal itself. The danger is to think that, oh, but I was wrong, it's coming back up. Instead, it's under the light right now, and now you can play with it, now you can tweak it and you ask basic questions, like says whom? Yeah, but I'm too much like this, says whom? You know, and my whole journey has been about defying the odds. Every year I give myself a different assignment of a crazy nature, and I don't tell guys, do the same thing, you know, because I'm a sexual adventurer, a social scientist, so I gotta live on the edge, and expose myself to a lot more, so whomever comes seeking help, I will have plenty to offer, but, Every year, in one year, I wanted to disprove all the myths about age, height, and, and so on. So I violated everything. That's the year I started to, to hang out with like super tall girls. And now six years after, there's one I'm still with her, and it's, it's hilarious. Uh, at the time, I was 42. She was 24, and uh, I'm 5'6", and she's 6'5". And at first you think, oh, that's an exception and so on. And then you realize, okay, the only cog blocker in your life has been you and not you're not the source, has been you buying into false frames and false frames are everywhere. You know, you you take it in the economy. People who are thriving right now, they're not going to tell you, well, times are tough. Otherwise, they wouldn't be thriving. But everybody who kind of is struggling is gonna say that so you you gotta remove yourself out of the environment of those people who constantly throw like oh maybe she's out of your leg did you get blown out uh, did she, she did she call you or she didn't call you and any of that and surround yourself by people whose mindset is really different such as the podcast and so on
0: i like that i like that so what do you think is one tip on how to do that
1: State it again. I didn't register that question. Forgive me.
0: What is one tip on how to do that? Like, what's what's a piece of advice on how to be able to to do that and to surround yourself by people who are not into those negative frames?
1: Okay. First, you got to realize how how bad you want it. You know, it's the moments that most guys try to avoid that can really be the most magical moments for you. You know, no guy wants a woman to get weird. No, no guy wants what he think is a bad answer. And no guy wants to be disrupt, to be at home alone and say, fuck, man, I don't have anyone. So we mask and then we get busy. But if you can sit with one of those moments and instead of avoiding it, use that as the cocoon, the catalyst. The challenge is that there's a few reminders. Maybe it's Saturday evening and, uh you feel a lonely but then you get busy with your work and it robs you from realizing how essential it is for you as a man to honor your masculinity you asked me how i got into this field what was interesting also is that when i was doing pure success coaching both for men and women people would come to me with uh they wanted i was doing hypnotherapy so they wanted help with issues such as weight letting go of a bad habit, making more money, a career change. And through a couple of weeks or months of working and that becoming more solid, then that's when they would shyly reach out and say, do you think that could also help me with my relationship? If they already were married, they would finally open up the same people that were, yeah, I'm married and I'm happy. They would open up and say, hey, it's not going that well, or I don't have anybody and so on. So it got me to realize that doesn't matter how successful we get out there, if you don't handle that part of you and handling it is no longer like the model of the 50s where, or you should have someone. You can handle it and for a period of time, you know, not be with someone, be with many people, change, but it's the knowingness that you can handle it. And when I was on the CNN show, I don't know if you saw it with Liz Ling. And same thing when I went on the Steve Harvey show CNN reached out as the show was about to air and they wanted me to do a piece on how men have lost sense with their masculinity. And of course there is that birth given desire to mate. We're wired into it. That's why we constantly check out women, you know, doesn't matter what the task at hand is we're going to check out women. And if that's not being honored, Nothing will affect your psyche or your self-esteem more than that and in the end, it's not about getting the girl It's about knowing that you can get the girl and you can get yourself to be fine Even if it doesn't go anywhere with the girl and to really show up for yourself. That's true masculinity and until that is fully honored You know the rest you have a thing two guys show up for work They're both very bright and both very capable one hasn't gotten laid in the longest time and the other one intelligently not like he partied all night doing drugs and everything but intelligently had amazing sex with a woman okay who's which one has the edge of course Uh, we all see it if suddenly you didn't have anyone and you finally get laid you notice briefly unless you stack it with something else or make that grow briefly people kind of look at you a little bit differently more women give you a little bit of attention so i think step one is to honor that and no longer tease yourself with it or make a promise that eventually you'll get someone or some girl or give up and know how important it is till you really are ready to do whatever it takes and then you begin the journey and the key word word is until so number one know how important it is for you because you're fooling yourself if you pretend out, oh, I'm okay I don't I, I don't need to uh be good with girls right now bullshit it's gonna cripple you for the rest of your life and it's not gonna get any easier you know guys who did, who go, go through a lifetime of not doing well with women they're in for like a lot of suffering by by the time they reach older age and then to really resolve and the key word is until And a lot of guys, they tackle this, they learn a little bit, and then they wonder why girls do the same with them. You know, I think at a metaphysical level, there's a direct relationship between how you approach learning and this topic and the responses you're going to get from women. If you put a but, yeah, I'm okay, you know, but women are going to give, give you the same. And you'll have a lot of women, you'll get their numbers, but then they're not even going to contact you. And you wonder why. It's a mirror of how you're approaching it for yourself.
0: I love it, Vince. That was that was great and that makes perfect sense. Guys, if you're still listening, listen to this man. He speaks the truth and this is what you should be focusing on and I think my biggest takeaway from this Vince is is cultivating that relationship with yourself and how important that is before before anything. So that's that's my big takeaway. If you guys want to do coaching with Vince or learn from him, go to SeductionCoaching.com. I definitely endorse him. He's got some great material, as you just heard, and he speaks really, really uh, honestly in terms of what it's going to take for you to attract more women. So Vince, thank you again. Guys, SeductionCoaching.com. Any last words, my man?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, the shortcut guys can go to Vince Kelvin, V-I-N-C-E space K-E-L-V-I-N on Facebook, YouTube or Instagram so they can see it in action for themselves. Uh, I feed new pictures of new girls pretty much every single day and I really, really appreciate the opportunity. And... uh, I look forward to more and be able to reciprocate, and I think what you're doing is absolutely awesome, and I compliment all guys who come to your podcast. You guys are in great hands, so thank you again.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Vince.